Hey Sipper, welcome or welcome back. It's me, AJ, your friendly neighborhood queer black spiritualist, and welcome to the Misconception series. And in today's episode, we're going to be sipping on the misconceptions of Capricorn. Now, I thought this would fitting, you know, with the new moon in Capricorn and the new calendar you're having just happened. Happy New Year. So I thought this would be a very fitting topic, but I'm going to be focusing in on the stereotype that Capricorn is emotionless and cold. So before we get into that, make sure you follow me on TikTok and Twitter at your soul lab and DM me on Twitter if you have any questions about about today's topic or you just want to chat you just want to talk to me or whatever and head over to my website yourlaboratory.com to book a birth chart or transit chart reading but let's go ahead and get into this so like I said there is the common assumption or stereotype have you that Capricorn is emotionless and cold now that can be true off rip like I feel like Capricorn, with that Saturn rule, they have that resting bitch face just just already downloaded. (laughs) It's already preset like that. But that is because of a couple of things that I will get into that. So I realized that I didn't talk about who Capricorn is. Capricorn is a cardinal Earth sign that is ruled by Saturn, who is Kronos in Greek mythology, who we will discuss a little bit more of later but Capricorn rules over the 10th house of public life and career and seeing as though that's a lot to cover right there that cardinal energy has an impact that earth sign or that earth element has a big impact and all of these things play in Saturn too play a really big and the 10th house (laughs) they all play a really big role in their emotional release you know Capricorn's are take over this the house that rules the outside and they're an inner sign because of that earth sign energy which is a feminine um sign which makes it an inner energy and i feel like that puts them in a position where they're then focused that inner and trying to translate it to outer and i don't think that's how that's supposed to go that's my personal opinion but Capricorns are pinned, like I've said, as emotionless and cold. But I think there's so much more than just that. And in every aspect of life, there's always more than just meets than what meets the eye. You know, when you're interacting with people on the day to day, especially in America, you get inter you are interacting with people. Hey, hey, how are you? Well, I'm good. How are you? And a lot of times, you're not good. And that that programming of just saying the oh yeah I'm good oh I'm doing all right I'm hanging in there that subtlety that already has walls built up around it which I felt like transit translates into human nature but focusing on Capricorn I feel like that is a really good interaction of to see of like Capricorns typically just come off with that sort of preset <laughs> this what you gonna get <laughs> and that rule over public image and career of making sure they look good in today's society emotions aren't a, pro- a part of that you know they're pinned as that ceo that underdog that just like you know get shit done zodiac sign and i feel like they play into that a lot and one of the things that i feel like a lot of people don't know is their connection to another element they're not just connected to earth they're 
constellation is a sea goat or a goatfish. And I want to say that's somehow tied into their glyph. I'm not completely sure. Don't hold me. Don't quote me on that. But don't don't hold me to that. But that sea goat, that connects them to not just the goat and the, the earth aspect, but the sea, that water aspect. And water is commonly connected to emotions and that that's the that's something that Capricorns would therefore have, right? That makes sense. That makes sense. So like when I think of water and the sea specifically, I'm like, okay, I'm looking to see how far it goes. And I'm like, okay, well, if I swim across this or if I sail across this, I'll eventually find land, that earth aspect. If I dive in and I swim as far down as I can, I'll eventually find land, that earth aspect. So I feel like there's a lot more to Capricorn than just that exterior that they put up. You know, they're the polar opposite of cancer, which rules over emotions and polarity being the state of having two opposite or contradictory tendencies, opinions or aspects. That would tell us that Capricorn doesn't have any of the aspects of cancer because of that. Cancer has all of the emotions, therefore Capricorn wouldn't have any of the emotions. Now, in astrology with polarity, it's represented by an aspect called an opposition. And typically in oppositions, you have two opposing energies battling or attacking each other due to their opposing views. And typically you're looking to find some sort of middle ground, you know, trying to find something to be like, yeah, okay, we can actually rock with each other. And, you know, I feel like the childhood trauma that I'm going to start talking about in a minute that Capricorns tend to experience that repression or removal of emotions can be triggered in that polarity I feel like but let's go ahead and get into the the trauma that they're prone to experience at a young age so typically for Capricorn trauma trauma is experienced or rather caused by a father figure is what you most commonly hear but I personally would say that the trauma is caused by somebody who has the role of control or dominance in the child's life that would affect them emotionally because of that. And, you know, that control can be prominent in more than one way. You know, that parent or that guardian can lack the stability the child needs to feel their emo- to feel safe or to feel stable, which is very very needed for earth signs typically because they crave stability and they crave security. There's so much more there, but that st- stable aspect, hey, yo, if you're not stable, I'm not stable. And you know, in childhood, you're learning, what you learn as a child is what sticks with you through your adulthood. So if it starts off rocky, it's going to keep getting rocky until somebody's like, hey, yo, it's rocky over here. We need a little bit more foundation here. And that's what a lot of earth signs need is that solid foundation. So when they're in an environment where they're growing up where they don't have that stability or they're being abused, emotionally abusive. So that also represses that emotion, those that access to their emotions. They might have really a really big weight put on their shoulders with either taking care of somebody or perfect grades or winning something like that something that leads to emotional trauma and that's so heavy especially if you're a child and that's the first thing you're experiencing that's it you know those first interactions you have as a child are what shapes you to become whoever you want to and that 
that not understanding emotions or not having a healthy introduction to emotions, whether that be because of things like emotional manipulation or neglect or different forms of abuse or simply because they weren't taught, that's going to cause problems because you can only do so much of something that you don't understand fully. You know, you can sort of fake it till you make it, but you only going to make it so far. Maybe the wheels is coming off. (laughs) They're not, they're not stable. (laughs) They loose, they wobbly. (laughs) So like having that instability in childhood puts them in a position for emotions to not be able to be regulated properly. So emotional dysregulation, which can also be a part of ADHD as well. So then mental health is pulled into it. And it's always put in when trauma is talked about. Emotional repression of not wanting to deal with the things that they've dealt with in childhood. It's like, that shit hurts. When you have to, when you go to heal something, you got to put yourself through that again. And that's not a very appetizing thing to do. That's not a very intriguing, oh, you know what? Today, today I'm going to go relive my trauma. Like that, that doesn't sound fun, (laughs) you know? Capricorns are prone to difficult upbringings and disconnected relationships because of that Saturn rule. Saturn had a ten. Uh, Saturn is Kronos in Greek mythology. Now Saturn had a really shitty childhood. <laughs> um, he is the child of Gaia and Uranus, also known as, or rather, Gaia being Earth and Uranus. Um, is Oranus in Greek mythology. You sort of fucked that up, but you know who I'm talking about. Basically, Gaia was like, Ayo to Saturn, I'm gonna need you to k- take your father out. So, and not in like, not on a date, <laughs> not on a date, like unalive this man is basically what she said. But he was castrated, Kronos cra- castrated Oranus. There's a lot, there's a lot there. And that would be traumatic. I don't care what anybody says. That's fucking traumatic. And that's the, that archetype that's connected to Capricorn. Those archetypes come alive in the signs. So that trauma of having to do to do a bigger role than you should at seven or eight is very likely in Capricorn. And, you know, there's like also having difficulty connecting to your own children the polar opposite of that of being the child and then being the parent of with Pricus which is another archetype Pricus was a sea goat who's connected to Capricorn and is said to be the Capricorn constellation if I'm not mistaken whose children left him in the ocean (laughs) and this man was over here trying everything in the goddamn book trying to get his kids to stay with him in the ocean because he didn't want to be lonely but it didn't work you know He's out here like, hey, yo, I'm trying to love you. I'm trying to love you. I'm trying to love you and not getting anything back. That fucking hurts. <laughs> that hurts. You know, emotions are highlighted in every aspect of trauma. You know, with Saturn's relationship with parent, his parents, Pricus's relationship with abandoning, being abandoned by his own children, the exclusion of water, the focus on career with Capricorn, like emotions are aren't a part of rather emotions are a very big part of that but are also put in a position where they're repressed because of it because those are heavy things and that's sort of just how you're and also if that's just too heavy for your body to handle your body's gonna be like "Uh uh-uh ixnay oh no fuck that (laughs) that's not that's not the vibe (laughs) please please try again later (laughs) that's how your body will respond 
You know, when it gets too heavy, something's going to cut off. If it gets too much, something's going to go. It can be your memory. It can be your appetite, your sleep schedule. You know, stress and emotional stress really be taking people out and not in like a funny way. Like it, it really takes a toll, you know, and that healing that needs to be that needs to happen happens when the person who's experienced the trauma has taken responsibility for their own feelings about the trauma. You know, you obviously can't change what you've experienced, but acknowledging what you've experienced and taking in your own feelings and taking that all into account and then putting yourself in a position to heal, that's where shit changes. You know, though Capricorn has started off as emotionless and cold, I feel like they have the ability to unlock their emotions through healing and letting people in. But letting people in is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but letting, like like I'm saying, like the, the key, maybe the key for healing is acknowledging that pain. Acknowledging that trauma. And paying attention to that possible abuse. And knowing what trauma is too. And then taking the lead on healing that and reconnecting in ways that you might have struggled to connect with people. Because when you become that support system for yourself and you become that beacon of love and light and happiness and joy for yourself, everybody who adds to that is going to just be a cherry on top because you spend all of your life with yourself no matter what. Don't you want that to be the best time? But that's all the tea I got for you today. Make sure you have your post notifications on so you don't miss the next spill on our next topic. If you like this series, definitely let me know. And if you'd like to book me for a birth chart or transit chart reading, head over to my website, yoursoullaboratory.com and follow me at Your Soul Lab on TikTok and Twitter to stay updated with everything astrological and everything spiritual. But that's it. I'll catch you later. Bye.